Welcome to Brooks in Babylon. And today is day number 31 of our 40 day fast. (laughs) Our text for today is from Daniel chapter 8, verses 15 to 18. Then it happened when I, Daniel, had seen the vision and was seeking the meaning that suddenly there stood before me one having the appearance of a man. And I heard a man's voice between the banks of the Ulai who called and said, Gabriel, make this man understand the vision. So he came near where I stood, and when he came, I was afraid and fell on my face. But he said to me, understand, son of man, that the vision refers to the time of the end. Now, as he was speaking with me, I was in a deep sleep with my face to the ground. But he touched me and stood me upright. When I was in the sixth or seventh grade public school, IS-59, we had a game that we played among the boys. The game didn't have a name, but it had to do with punching each other in the chest. The only rule was we couldn't hit each other during class. So you can imagine gleeful 12 and 13-year-old boys causing chaos at every break. No one wanted to be caught unawares. I learned a lot about myself at that age. Most of all, that I could take a punch. The vision shown to Daniel in chapter 8 signifies more specifics between the kingdoms of Medo-Persia and Greece. Yet there was still this power, the, the little horn, that was increasing in power. The book... Daniel in the Revelation has this quote, the field of vision here is substantially the same as that covered by Nebuchadnezzar's image of chapter two and Daniel's vision of chapter seven. And in both these prophetic delineations, we have found that the power which succeeded Greece as the fourth great power was Rome. The only natural inference would be that the little horn, the power which in the vision succeeds Greece, is an exceeding great power, is also Rome. Unquote. The times referred to in Daniel's visions repeat a certain theme. The kings and kingdoms of the earth move as God allows them. The idea was to let Daniel know what the time of the end would be like. That is the burden of prophets of old and those of today. The prophet can see what others cannot, yet they are uh, able to see the direction the people and society is going. And like Daniel, they may also be troubled in their spirit, unsure of what to do with the information they have. 
Being equipped with the information of Daniel's visions, there is an excitement that should be in the presentation of the gospel. The Bible repeatedly shows how these visions uh, refers to many days in the future. Verse 26, the prophetic voice of God's people should be able to speak clearly of the only prophecy still waiting to be fulfilled, Jesus' second coming. We know that what was seen in the dream of Nebuchadnezzar and the dreams of Daniel were the kingdoms that would succeed Babylon. We can look back throughout and see how our history confirms Daniel's future. We still need prophets today to speak to the issues taking place in our current time. People who are not led by the culture, but can lead others to the truth of a dangerous God. We need people willing to suffer for the gospel. We are in need of people who will have the boldness of Daniel because of what they've seen God do in the past. Daniel is given the interpretation of this vision by the angel Gabriel. Even with the interpretation, he is not made to feel better. The overwhelming nature of what he sees and the presence of the angel may have been a bit much for the prophet. This same man who slept with lions is overcome by what he knows and who he sees. And I love it what the or rather I love what the angel does next. He touched me and stood me upright. For many of us, visions of a future where God's people are under attack can give us pause. This is another indication of God's power and provision because he will always send someone to touch you and stand you upright. No matter how dangerous the times might become, God is still in control. Like my middle school example, we don't always know what's about to come our way, pain or pleasure. The duty of the Christian is to get ready. I think you'll be surprised by what you can handle in dangerous times. Prayer Activity Number one, what is it about the time of the end that makes you uncomfortable if you're uncomfortable at all? Number two, the Bible says that there is a certain amount of time that has to pass before the sanctuary and the host to be trampled underfoot. Do you think we are living in that time? Why? Or why not? Number three, pray for a revival within the hearts of God's people to share Christ and not just historical facts. <laughs>